everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Entree Pastors podcast. My name is John Sanders. I am one of the co-founders of Entree Pastors, and I'm thrilled to bring you another awesome conversation today that my co-host and I, Les Hughes, had recently with today's guest, Chris Arecchio. Now, Chris is not a pastor, but he's very much involved in the business community. He serves as the Director of Business Development with Action Coach, and they're based out of Columbus, Ohio. And really what this conversation is about is the advantages of building a business upon kingdom principles. Who knew? Who would have thought that being a follower of Jesus Christ is an all-encompassing area of life and that he cares what happens in the marketplace just as much as he cares about what happens inside the four walls of the church building, as much as he cares about what happens inside the walls of your home and your family, like it's everywhere, it's everything. And when we think of ministry as this one-dimensional thing that only happens inside the four walls of a church, we're missing out on a ton of ministry that's happening out in the marketplace through business. And uh, we talk about the advantages of building and growing your business in the marketplace as we lean into those kingdom principles in this conversation with Chris Reikio. So I'm going to get out of the way. I want to keep these episodes and our daily content somewhat brief as opposed to our long-form content on Fridays that we put out. So without any further ado, guys, check out this conversation we had recently with Chris Reikio. Here we go. Well, Chris, it is our pleasure to welcome you to the Entree Pastors Podcast. Welcome to the big show. You have finally arrived, my friend. Well, I, I'm nervous. Now I'm nervous. I, uh, I, don't, I don't know what to say. <laughs> no, just, just say thank you. That's all we're looking for. So, <laughs> No, man, you were introduced to us from a mutual friend and uh, looking forward to our conversation today. Um, tell us a little bit. You're you're not a pastor, but you have no. you have conversations regularly that are going to very much apply to the pastors that we serve and talk to in this community. So tell us a little bit about the work that you do in the world, and we're going to start digging into it. All right. Excellent. Well, I appreciate it and appreciate talking to you guys today. Yeah. yeah man. Um, as you said, my name is Chris Arecchio. I'm uh, the Director of Business Development with Action Coach in uh, Columbus, Ohio. And so we'd actually do two two things. We have a, a, a coaching firm um, for all kinds of businesses where uh, we're agnostic when it comes to business. Uh, we also uh, sell franchises uh, all throughout the Midwest for uh, people who want to go into coaching. But uh, my, my focus is talking to uh, business owners all day, every day uh, about some of the, the challenges that they're having uh, in their business and in their, in the marketplace being competitive um, uh, with their products and services, as well as um, you know, we're seeing many of them now um, struggling with how to keep good people, mm. find and keep good people. Okay. Yeah. So, so you are a coach for people that are in business, right? And you help them develop their business. What would, is there kind of a typical uh, client that comes through your door um, or do you, you work with people in all kinds of different arenas and doing different types of businesses. Yeah, all, all kinds of different businesses. Any any business that you can think of, we've um, you know, we've been involved in and, and helping. Um, but you know, I, the 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 thing that is particularly passionate f uh, for us 
Um, as I was mentioning, even even though Action Coach is not itself a, a faith-based organization, our office in Columbus is. Uh, and so I, I spend a, a lot of time um, seeking, finding, tracking down uh, kingdom-minded business owners uh, because, you know, we, we really have a heart for finding those folks and, and, and helping them succeed and uh, overcoming some of their challenges. So Chris, you mentioned that you have that, that uh, earlier in our conversation, you said that action coach is global, but then you said you sell franchises. So are you the franchisee there in your area or do you all have a group and you all, you know, get your own clients? Yeah, our, our office here holds the master license for the Midwest. So they they sell um, franchises for global action coach in the Midwest. And everybody also, is so everybody is an is an individual kind of a contractor franchisee. Uh yes. Those 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 franchisees uh in the various states throughout the Midwest are yes. But we also have our own firm. Um so just as McDonald's would have you know, maybe own some of the, the stores that they have, but franchise some other stores. That's right. same, similar situation. Okay. Gotcha. So tell me about the, you know, the, you're, you're seeking kingdom minded business owners, which again, that's really where a lot of the uh, synergy would be with our audience. Cause we're speaking right. to pastors who we're encouraging to launch businesses and therefore become business owners and operators. What, yes. what sets them apart, a kingdom-minded business owner? This is kind of a, a no-brainer question, but I was curious to get your perspective on it. What sets a kingdom-minded business owner apart from someone who doesn't even care about the kingdom or know the king? Um, you know, Because at the end of the day, business is sort of business regardless of what your allegiance, who your allegiance is sworn to. So what, what do you yeah. see as kind of some of those things that separate and therefore you specialize in helping kingdom-minded business owners? Well, I would I would say um, the kingdom-minded business owners are are open to a kingdom-minded culture. Okay. Uh, while while others are not, but you know, I will I will tell you in in all honesty, sometimes it's hard to tell the difference, honestly. Uh, and so sometimes it's it's um, you know we're we're helping business owners open their eyes. You know, I mentioned a little earlier before we got on. Uh, before we started the recording that, um, you know, we have this, this idea out there in our, in our culture that, um, you know, there's got to be a separation between church and state. Mm. And I think that same uh, understanding goes to business. Sometimes there got to be a separation between church and business. So, you know, here's my, my, mm. my kingdom person, my church going person. And then I, and then, but business is done this way. Mm. And so, um, one of the things that we're you know, really encouraging and helping, I, I hope, helping people uh, see the the truth about this is that um, the, the the kingdom minded culture, the, the you know, running your business in a way that honors God, is um, very smart business, yeah. and in many ways is a strategic advantage for you in the marketplace. And that's not why you do it, but. Um, you know, these principles, you know, God uh, created the world in a, in a certain way to work a certain way. And, um, you know, when we're operating in the, in the way God um, intended 
for the world to work. I think it just works better. Yeah. Let me describe a problem that we encounter often with pastors who come to us, and and I'll let you speak into that. I'm curious if you see this in, in your work with just kingdom-minded entrepreneurs who maybe mm-hmm. are not pastors but are Christians and you know value some of those things that, that we hold near and dear. One of the things we see a lot with pastors is a struggle around money. It's just a mindset issue mm-hmm. around money that it's, you know, money's a bad thing. You know, am I am I taking advantage of people by selling to them? I've so much of what I've done in quote unquote ministry has been done for free or, or very low cost or no charge for the stuff that I do. Um, do you see that in your and and what would you say to that? Where how would you coach someone around that who really struggles with the idea of making money um, in business? Yeah, we come across that uh, as well, John. See it a lot in in. Um, um, you know, just your 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 everyday uh, business owner who who has a has a heart for for Jesus and has a heart for his fellow man, and so there is still you know maybe uh, uh, some some preconceived ideas of you know, uh, of uh, that that you know money is evil, and 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 you know in and of itself obviously it it is not right uh, the way we. We approach that. I mean, um, is, is really just from a, you know a value, an exchange of value for value, right? I mean, the the currency is is you know is what we have to work with in our society, and and so if you're um, providing something of value, um, there's not a thing wrong with receiving that equal value in return, in in in, in the form of some kind of currency. Um, but the other thing is, you know, we, we, we've talked to our coaches, um, uh, you know, have a lot of stories, uh, around this and, you know, some, maybe a, a conglomeration of those stories sound something like, yeah, we understand that, you know, you, you don't, maybe you want to, you want to cap your income, um, to something that you're comfortable with. But would it be okay to go ahead and keep growing your business if you are providing uh, a culture in, in the workplace that, um, you know, it, it honors uh, the dignity of, of, of uh, individuals who were created in the image of God and have uh, infinite value and potential? Um, w- wouldn't you want more people to get to experience that, that kind of workplace. Not, not everybody does. It's not the typical um, workplace culture. So, so we would encourage you to, you know, to grow that business, if nothing else, to get people to um, get to experience what a, what a great culture is, what a kingdom uh, influenced culture is. Um, And then uh, to, you know, to grow your influence in the community uh, again, by providing um, people in your community with something of of value, uh, and to grow that more, um, so you can hire more people. More people get to experience it. More people get to to um, to to work in a great environment. But um, but you're also, um, you know, let's you know, you can use that uh, surplus, if you will, uh, of of revenue to grow the kingdom. Yeah. Uh, you know, what, what do you want to do out there? Um, 
you know, in your community to, to make a, a larger kingdom impact. Use your business to do that. Yeah, that's a theme we hit on a lot that uh, pastors often, I'm just painting with a very broad brush here, but pastors and kind of the church model of financing itself has primarily been hand out, you know, please give. And a lot of times, and then from that same standpoint, we'll then sort of kind of condemn stuff that's happening out in the marketplace and failing to recognize that if it were not for those marketplace activities, there would be very little for us to be receiving into our open hand, asking people to to give. And I'm not yeah. opposed to giving, by the way. I'm not opposed to people generously sharing with what God has blessed them with, and you know their tithes and offerings and all of that. I believe it's biblical. Yeah. I could preach sermons on it. I have and can and will. Um, and yet, that money's coming from somewhere. You know that that money's being generated through marketplace activities. And I just want to help connect those dots for. Our, our listeners, that they can be a part of producing that and not all, only just be on the receiving end of that. Yeah. And I mean, and think about where, where does, I mean, you touched on it, that where, where the revenue uh, that makes everything go comes from entrepreneurs, everything, whether it's, it's the, it's the nonprofits that you want to support. It's, you know, the government that you have to pay taxes to and, and support uh, it's the, you know, the, your employees where they get their revenue uh, to, to have uh, their, um, to enjoy their lifestyle and raise kids and, and again, impact uh, the kingdom in that way. You know, I think sometimes people, you know, we've gotten conditioned uh, to see the economy as, as a thing in and of itself that's separate from us, mm -hmm. right? You know, we, we turn on the news and you see that, that ticker, uh, you know, with all the stock symbols running uh, along the bottom, and it, you know, kind of commoditizes the the economy in in a lot of ways. But you know, really, when we think about it, um, the economy is really people, uh, it, and it's people in mutual service to one another. Mm -hmm. So the the services and products that we that we produce. Um, are again exchanged for value for value uh, in in that marketplace for for everyone to um, to enjoy, and so we're really in the economy. Uh, being active in the economy is really being in mutual service to one another. Yeah, that's good. Uh, you had mentioned early on uh, something about the advantages, and I, I've often said it this way, like we at Andre Pastors, we say sometimes that pastors almost have an unfair advantage in the marketplace. They often don't see it that way. They think, you know, man, I'm just a pastor. I just went to Bible college and seminary, and I've been in the church for 25 years. What value could I bring to the marketplace? We try to help them see, look, you've got a skill set that almost in some cases gives you an unfair advantage over other people who don't have the experience and the skill set that you've been honing. But what, what does that look like from your world when you were talking about the advantages that, you know, kingdom minded people have in the marketplace? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I agree wholeheartedly with that. I, I think the advantage, you know, particularly right now, you know, we're in the midst of the great resignation, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and when I talk to business owners, again, I talk to them all day, every day, and I'll ask them what their top two challenges are. And if the, and it's nearly always number one people. And if it's not, if people aren't, isn't the number one answer, 
it's the number two answer. Um, and I think this is where the, um, the, the, the unfair advantage uh, for the pastor, for the kingdom-minded business owner, where, where it lies. Um, when, when you're able to see people in, in, a, in a way that, again, sees them with infinite value and potential, particularly potential, um, then you're going to see people differently. Um, you know, you probably heard in uh, particularly, in, you know, in the, in the marketplace, in the secular business world, uh, they like saying really dumb things like um, hire slow, fire fast. Mm-hmm. And and that is 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 really just silly, um, and it and it kind of takes away um, the you know what the responsibility of the of the business owner is in helping to equip people, and I think pastors maybe better than anyone uh, any any uh, most people know how important it is to pour into people and equip people. And help prepare people, and help connect people um, to to their work, and maybe help them see, you know, their purpose and you know their their personal purpose and mission as an employee. How you might connect that to the work that's being done uh, in in your company, and start putting some real meaning to their work. Mm-hmm. Uh, that it, it it's worth more than just. The, the the revenue it generates or the product that it generates um it it, it has it has again a, you know an eternal impact when we start talking about just interacting with people it's it's bigger than just revenue yeah it's you know it's bigger than than you know the even even the service or the product um it's 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 about making connections between people and, and growing that that influence um, for for the kingdom, yeah, and, and, for, and for the glory of God. Yeah, I've got one. Here's here's one more question I want to hit you with, and I'm intentionally keeping this interview short. We're starting to create some short form content, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out on one of our daily uh, episodes, um, most likely. But so here's here's one last question. We'll wrap up with this. If you so, we've got a lot of pastors listening to this who are just new in starting a business. They've been in church world for a long time. They're brand new business uh, owners and operators. If you were able to solve one problem and just wave a magic wand with the the business uh, work owners that you deal with uh, and entrepreneurs that you help, what would be the one thing? You can't fix all their problems, but you can fix one. What would be the one thing that you would go after that might have some domino effect to, to affect a lot of other things? It, it it would be how they how they treated people and how they poured into people, uh, their their employees and their customers. I mean, you know, a lot of times they'll they'll have great uh, strategies for their customers, but uh, you know, no strategy whatsoever for their employees. Mm. Uh, but that is who takes care of your customers. Mm. Uh, and it's also you know we hear a lot about scaling your business. Well, you're not going to scale a business uh, without having people who are, um, uh, you know, walking alongside you uh, for a particular purpose or, or a mission. Or, or if they're not connected uh, in, in that way, in a way that's more connected than just to their paycheck, you know, where they've commoditized the, the paycheck. And that's why people will, will go and look for another 
paycheck for 15 cents more because it's just a commodity. But mm. if you if you help people understand that it's much, much bigger than that, connected to something much bigger, their own purpose as well as the, their purpose connected to a larger purpose, not just in the company, but the impact of the kingdom, um, you've got something there. Yeah, uh, You can do with that whatever you want to do. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. In a world where whatever, people are whatever God's leading you to do with it. Yeah, in a world where people are just feeling more and more kind of put off by the workplace, you can create a culture that people actually want to be a part of where they're connected to a deeper sense of purpose and community and belonging and it's more than just a job and really shepherd the yeah. people. That pastoring in the workplace at the end of the day is what that's it exactly is. Exactly what pastoring your yeah. people. So yeah. Well, that's good stuff. Hey, last question. Do you do coaching all over the place or are you primarily regional right in your local community? We will do coaching anywhere. Like I said, we've got a, a network of coaches all throughout the Midwest as well. Uh, so we've, we've got a, we've got a pretty, a pretty large reach. Okay. And if somebody wanted to reach out and connect with you, what's the best way for them to, to do so? Uh, let's say uh, uh, um, probably LinkedIn would, okay. would be the best. Uh, so uh, it's uh, Chris Orecchio, O-R-E-C-C-H-I-O. Uh, there aren't very many of those out there. So uh, if you type in that last name correctly, you're probably going to find me. Fantastic. Well, Chris, thank you for your time pouring into this community. We value the work that you're doing and grateful for the value you've added here today. Thanks so much. Yeah. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate it. Well, there you go. Good stuff from Chris Arakio. Guys, if you want to connect with him, his LinkedIn uh, profile is linked in the show notes of this episode. So I encourage you to go check that out and uh, connect with Chris. Reach out if there's anything that uh, he can do to be of assistance to you. I just want to say thank you to each and every one of you for tuning in and being a part of the show today and listening to this content. I have a small favor to ask of you. If you find the Entree Pastors podcast to be of value and beneficial to you, man, you could certainly do us a small favor by, actually it's a really big favor, by sharing this content with people that you know, whether it's directly sending them a link to our podcast and saying, you guys got to hear this. Uh, I love listening to this podcast and I think you would too. That's one way of sharing it. Another is simply to leave a rating and review of this show on whatever platform you consume your podcasts. We would be very grateful if you would go leave us a five-star rating and say something nice about the podcast, give it a good review, preferably in iTunes or Spotify. Those are kind of the two big ones, but uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, we would be grateful if you would share it, rate it, review it, kind of helps push that thing up in the algorithm. And our goal is really to grow our show this year and grow the reach and the impact of this podcast. So that's a favor I would ask of you as a call to action for today. And uh, with that, we're going to go ahead and sign off and get out of the way. We'll be back tomorrow with another great conversation, guys. Have a fantastic day. We'll see you soon. God bless. Mm -hmm.